Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That is not my real name. That is the name I give to telemarketers so that somebody else gets all the crap they send out. I'm just kidding. That's my pen name that I use here at LOL Sober. I went to a speaker meeting that I still think about to this day. It was right when I first got sober. And I'll never forget that the guy was an absolute wild man. He had been sober for over a decade, but it was one of the first speaker meetings I ever went to in general. And it was definitely the first time I heard someone who was raw and unpolished and not trying to exude serenity. He was very humble about like, I've been sober a long time, but like I, I can be a mess even. In, I needed to hear that. It was really helpful. He had a remarkable story of, uh, you know, great drunk log And then he just had a remarkable story of recovery. Uh, but he was not interested in cleaning up his story to sound all grown up. He swore he was mildly inappropriate the whole time, uh, but he told a great story and I was hanging on every word. He was sober and he had a strong program but he was completely willing to talk about some of the dumb things he's done in sobriety, which I certainly identify with because um, you don't get sober and then all of a sudden you, <laughs> you are uh, perfect. It's not true. And he also, he also spent a lot of time talking about how the party does not end when you get sober. And I needed to hear that too. My life is pretty great these days, but you know, I go to bed and I get up at pretty much the same time every day. I eat mostly the same things every week. I drive the same loop of places, picking up kids, dropping them off, picking them up again. I have the same job. I have the same car, same family. I go to five to seven meetings a week that I love, but it's the same meetings. I see a lot of the same people. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't have a lot of absolute insanity. Um, so it can start to feel a little boring. And I use that word, uh, I hesitate to use that word boring because it's not actually boring. Of course, everybody knows this. It's not actually boring. I've never laughed more. I've never been more in tune with my wife and my kids and my neighbors and everybody else. I have more sobriety uh, today than I did yesterday. I have more sobriety yesterday than I did a year before. Um, so like, I'm not perfect, but like, I think I'm more sober now than I've ever been. And I pay my bills on time. So my electricity works. Uh, my cars aren't repossessed. Um, but there is that voice in my head that whispers, Hey, you should do something really bad because it's exciting. You should, life's getting a little too predictable right now. How about doing something crazy? That's a delusion. Uh, it's a bad thought process. It's not true at all. Uh, it's not actually something I need. I don't need to get in trouble. Um, but it's maybe the thing my addiction pushes on the hardest. You know, there is a button in there somewhere, I think, and it pushes, tries to push it. And I need to realize and re-realize my vulnerability on that point because I still think sometimes this football game's good, but what can I do to make it better? Or today was a long day, it was a rough day, you know, crappy day at work. I should do something to make it go away. And the best way to, to fight that is um, and to realize that on a regular basis is I hear from people who are partying in life more than ever in sobriety, you know, hear from guys like I described the speaker I mentioned earlier was he was going to concerts. He was talking about like getting injured, flopping around in mosh pits. He was flying all over the world to hike mountains and do all kinds of wild stuff. He was doing a lot of dating, like aggressive dating. Uh, some of that. Not not part of my life, and I don't really want it to be. Um, 
Some of it I didn't find particularly spiritual, but there's parts of my life, um, you know, cage fighting and NFL and all this other stuff that I enjoy, not exactly spiritual. <laughs> so, you know, should probably meditate rather than watch two guys kick each other in the face, but that's what I end up doing. Um, so same with me as for him. It worked. His sobriety worked. Mosh pits, um, you know, worked for him. And he did such a good job of explaining why hurting his hand, jumping around sober in a mosh pit sounds idiotic, but he'd rather but he'd rather be doing that than fighting security guards at a concert and then like getting kicked out and not being able to find his car because he's projectile vomiting on a park bench um, from drinking too much. You know, like it, that's <laughs> we'll take the mosh pit thing. Right. And so I love that. I love that in sobriety, we're all here because we're not all there. I heard that at a meeting one time. And I love it so much. We're all here because we're not all there. And I used to think I would have to stop having fun and shut up and just become a monk it's not true, man. Grab, I've gravitated toward, I have a bunch of screwballs and renegades in my life and they're all sober and I love it, you know? So I guess the moral, the moral of this story is that sobriety is a party. You know, it really is. There's no jello shots or keg stands. There's no puking in, uh, <laughs> puking in somebody else's uh, trash can, but, but I can still be a, a wild man and a spiritual wild man. So I'll keep coming. Thanks.